You're listening to Guys on the Sideline Podcast, where you'll hear opinions, predictions, and sports takes in every direction. If you're a diehard sports fan, this is the place to be. They've never played. They have no experience. But they have plenty to say. And now, here are the guys on the sideline. Hey everybody, welcome on in to Guys on the Sideline, the podcast. This is episode 42, uh, and hello everybody. Hope everyone's having a great day. Thanks for joining us on the fastest growing podcast in the Mill Creek Township and other areas wherever you might be listening to this program. I'm your host, Jeff, joined by my co-host, Chris. What's going on, Chris? Oh, not much. I think, you know, it's probably growing fastest out in the daybreak area. It, it is, for like, sure. I mean, for sure. literally, that's probably where it, literally. we have the, the most listeners. So, hello, daybreak. Hello, daybreak. Good morning, daybreak. So, I, had, I just have to start by saying, if we sound a little bit, like, contentious or Chris is a little testy, he has every right to be. So, we were supposed <laughs> to meet today at 11, and Chris was here at 11, and I was waiting for him. I, wa- I walked by his desk. He was not there. And then I found out that our, you missed this, Chris, the lights Mm. upstairs on the eighth floor were flickering, like the fire lights, Um, and we asked our floor captain if we should evacuate, and he said, no, it's totally fine. Well, I took the the stairs down, and all of our place of employment here, all the employees are outside, there's a fire truck, I was met by three or four firefighters coming up, so I'm happy to report that I am safe, that the rest of us are safe, there's no fire no fire um and chris had no idea he's been over because he's been over here waiting for me so jeff, chris i apologize you're, you're, you're fine you, you got to know by now i'm just always one step ahead jeff you know you <laughs> one maybe two <laughs> i'm just kidding maybe two no in we're the good. sports world in i don't know well anyway. that won't hold up when we start talking about our picks from last week oh so. my word we'll get into that here in a minute but uh as we mentioned this is episode 42 so chris enlighten the listeners we should ask the question who wore number 42 shout at your Radio. Is anyone listening to your radio? Shout at your Alexa, your Google. <laughs> your computer. Your computer, whatever your, phone, your phone, whatever. Who wore number 42, Chris? Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Groundbreaking player, you know, um, one of the first big stars, at least in, in um, you know, Major League Baseball, crossover star, was, was a, a significant enough figure in the sport. They actually retired his number in 1997, uh, we come to find out, thanks to our friend Google. Um, but apparently there are a handful of players who already had the number who were able to keep it, even though they retired it. And that includes none other than Mariano Rivera, the uh, legendary New York Yankees closer. Those of us who remember those, the, really right now, the last of kind of the big Yankees dynasties. He was kind of the, the big time closer for those teams. So. Bo or the Sandman. If my neighbor, Dave, Dave M, is listening to the podcast, he's a huge Yankee fan, mm. has tons of memorabilia. He would know Mo. He, he would have told us that but yeah why did, he, why did he get to wear number 42 they grandfathered it in i guess i mean kind of interesting i must didn't have picked that. it before that i mean obviously he i would have to say he's a fairly um you know worthy person to wear it just given his impact on the game and, and what an incredible player he was but um yeah jackie robinson this tip, episode tip of the cap yeah dedicated to out, out to jackie so awesome welcome on into 42 uh, as Chris mentioned, we're going to be talking football today. We'll start out with the National Football League. We'll then shift over to college football because we've got a good um, championship game coming up on Monday. 
So we'll make some predictions, and we'll have a little fun along the way. So, Chris, you ready to get started? Let's do it. All right. Okay, so... So last week, what happened, Jeff? Last week, I don't know what happened. I think we made some bold predictions. And I got to say, we didn't record an episode making these predictions, but we did put up a little little post on the website. So if you haven't visited guysonthesideline.com, you should go there. You should click on the ads. No, I probably can't say that, Chris. Let's. You, you can say click on the ads. Click yeah. on the ads. It you know, gets us 20 cents a click. Yeah. Have I not shared that with you? No. We're, you haven't shared the profit, if that's what you mean. <laughs> Give me I, my 40 I, cents, Jeff. I, I think we're up to like $7, Chris. Lunch right. is on me. All right. <laughs> Lunch is on me today. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, go over to the website, though. Um, check it out. We're. Um, I don't want to say it's WalterFootball.com-esque, but it's... I don't know if you we saw this. We aspire to be. We know? definitely aspire to be. We'll, we'll keep it a little cleaner. Um, <laughs> he got a lot of ads on his site. I mean, Walter, well, if you're listening. I'm not talking the ads. Apparently, he even wrote a book and published it. And I was oh. looking. I was like, oh, I got to buy this. Uh-huh. Anyway, I was looking through the comments and they were like, I bought this for my teenage son. And it, anyway. Full of profanity, you, probably. Profanity, innuendos, things uh, like that. I mean, uh. that, that's Walter. But anyway, we've got our like our NFL draft. We'll, we'll have our draft grades. We'll get a mock draft up. We also have our favorite um, coach hire, fire, Co- grades. Coach Carousel. So we, we got uh, Mike McCarthy up there, so maybe we might react to that. But anyway, yeah. we are I don't know where we were going with this, but your cu- question of what well, happened Well, so basically we're encouraging you all to go back to our site to see our now historically enshrined terrible picks. That I, I think we're going to have to rename our picks the uh, Kiss of Death. Picks of the week. Kiss of death. Kiss of death. Of week. If we picked you, odds are the, odds it, are that you can't survive it. Not even history's arguably greatest sports franchise in the New England Patriots. All it took was us picking them to finally do them in, and I think well, well worth it, right? There, there's the death knell, maybe for the for the Pats. I don't think that they're they just don't look very good. I mean, and I actually th- I thought earlier in the season. You know, even though they were, you know, a double-digit win team before just about anyone else, if you'd watch them play, they were scraping these things together, playing through their usual soft schedule in their division, and I just kind of thought, I don't know if I see it this year. And it, it wasn't just the usual wishful thinking. It wasn't just me willing myself to believe that. I really felt like, no, this offense is deficient. There's something going on here. And lo and behold, um, they lose a real kind of ugly game to yeah. the Titans and yeah. can just couldn't get things going on offense. So. Uh, that might be it for Tom Brady and, and uh, Bill Belichick. I, I got a bold prediction for you on that one, so we'll, get, right. to, we'll okay. get to that maybe uh, today if there's time. But I, I got to defend our picks, though, Chris. Okay. Okay? Because while we went one for three. One for three. Or one for four. One out of four. One We were one, one and, and three. three. Yeah. Thank you for the clarification for those number mm-hmm. people out there in the audience. Um, our picks were good picks. Oh, they were good. Like picks. I think we sh- we got robbed. Let's start with the first game: Buffalo, Houston. You <sighs> picked the Bills, and you were like Jeff. You picked them right against Dallas on yeah. Thanksgiving Day. I'm going to stick with it, and I agreed. I think we both knew that it was an underdog yeah. pick. Yeah. But we both felt like you know what, Buffalo could do it. They were up yeah. 16 to nothing. Yeah. Did you watch this game at all? I did. I watched the whole thing. Wild game. Wild game. They Look, you know, I was so inspired by what the Bills were doing. They came out throwing haymakers, yeah. pulling every trick out of the bag. You've got um, Josh Allen catching the first touchdown and making a dive for the end zone. And then they just got away from all of that. And I got just got to say, Josh Allen 
just broke under the pressure. I mean, he was making bizarre decisions. I don't know for our listeners listeners out there who, who may have watched the game. I mean, he's – I don't know if it was overtime yet. Um, no, I think it was um, – there was a, like a minute left in the fourth quarter. He scrambles to get a first down – and as he's being tackled, tries to lateral the ball. And I'm going, Josh. With how much time? Like a, a, minute, a, a minute There's to a go? whole minute left. Yeah, I saw that too. And, and I'm I... going, this kid is, I, and I, I had to feel for him. And yeah. The guy was cherry red in the face the oh, entire yeah. time. He was, now I'm not saying I could handle that kind of pressure, but yeesh, he well, just. This, this is what I saw in it. I saw a gutsy performance. Gutsy. It was I gutsy. saw a guy, right, an underdog. Yeah. In his, this isn't his rookie season, right? This is his no, I think year, second, year two. Second year. First playoff game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and again, I, I was encouraged by his performance. Yeah. I thought, man, this guy has got it going on. But I totally agree with you. I just felt like, Josh, dude, this this is going to be one of those games you'll look back in your career and you'll be like, wow. Like, I well, cannot believe I did whatever I did. Because like you said, he was playing like he was, I don't know, like high school football right. Like This is not the big stage of the NFL. Well, he was trying to win the game himself. And, I mean, I think the the best evidence of that is that the Bills should have won, won that game. They were down there in field goal range. Yeah. There wasn't a ton of time left, but they, they had a field goal in the bag. I think he took two back-to-back huge sacks that, that ended up putting them on the other side of the field. Like, his second sack put him... Yeah. You know, beyond the fifty-yard line. I mean, it was just a terrible. Just throw the ball away. Well, and that and part of that's coaching too. You got to tell him, Josh. You got a guy in your face. Throw it over his head. Just get just rid of the get ball. Get rid of it. We'd rather do that. But at the end of the day, he just he just scrambled, just panicked, and you got to feel for him. I think he'll grow from that. For I think sure. the, the Bills will bring back. I think a lot of this team and and probably be a playoff team again next year. Hopefully, have a chance to to get back in the winning column there since the nineties. But you 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 know it's bad when the Raiders have won. A playoff game more recently than you. That's um, <laughs> been about 20 years for us. So. Uh, you um, can appreciate that comment. Matt Wilson, who was in the booth recently, is a Raider fan. Yeah. Uh, Raider Nation. Vegas. Coming to Vegas. Coming, the Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders. Coming to Vegas. One, one last thought on this, Bills, and then we'll transition over to the New England-Tennessee uh, game. Sure. The Josh Allen antics. What this reminded me of, I've documented on this show, coaching Junior Jazz. We've won two in a row. We're oh, now two and two on the season. Hot streak. Things are looking good. We scored well 51. Now we, uh, when wow. we leave our huddle, we reach in 51ers. I told them it's two better than the 49ers. The 51ers. So they're, they're on board, the 51ers. Anyway, what it reminds me of is I'm coaching this. There's like 10 seconds left in the quarter, right? And uh-huh. so I yell like, 10 seconds left, like uh-huh. right? And I always yeah. tell them like, guys, You've got plenty of time. Sure. But Set often what will happen is that with seven seconds left there at midcourt, a kid will launch <laughs> a shot because, like, we got to beat the buzzer. And I'm like, yeah. dude, we got 10 seconds. we got plenty of time. Same thing here in this Josh Allen game where it's like we've got a minute. A minute. You look at, like, Tom Brady. This is a perfect segue, although he wasn't Tom Brady of old that we've known in this game. But a minute left. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, they are so calm. They're yeah. not burning their timeouts. They're no. just up to the line. Right. If they have to throw the ball away, they'll even throw it to the middle of the field. And, and right, me and Andy Reid are looking at it. That was an Andy Reid joke. He's mm-hmm. the worst clock manager. Hopefully he's mm. better this uh, mm-hmm. this season. But anyway, a minute, you got plenty of time. Josh Allen will learn. Uh, it's a heartbreaker that the Bills up 16. They lose in overtime. Gutsy performance. So Tough. That puts us 0-1, game two. But we got it. We, we had last cherry on top of that. You just got to take off your cap to Deshaun Watson, who, yeah. I mean, survived yeah. a two blitzing defenders. Stays. I mean, bounces. Stays two of those guys feet. bounce off of him. 
and then rather than sitting there wondering how he's still alive, I mean, he makes a play. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson is a dynamite player. Um, what a cool matchup between he and Pat Mahomes. We'll get to that preview. But um, very, very cool. Deshaun, Deshaun, I, I was high on him on Deshaun Watson in the draft. I remember yeah. this. Um, I and and I, I thought that he was a guy that you take because the guy's a winner. And, totally and being a winner is about more than just trying to do everything. It's about also being heady and smart. Uh, and that's what Deshaun Watson is. Not saying they're going to win next week or, or this weekend, but really impressive. Yeah, for sure. Okay, New England, Tennessee, Mike Vrabel. Where's, where's, uh, where's Matt Griffin? Matty G. I think he's going to be here next week. Okay, so we're going to have to get his thoughts. I would love to have him in the booth, but it, you're going to get one of two Matts, right? He's either going to be, we're going to the championship, or yeah, he's going to be like, well... Well, and, and I guess yeah. the crazy thing, and I need to ask this to Matt, they're doing this with who is their starting quarterback? Where's Mariota? He's not around. He's on the bench. Who is it? The guy that got dumped from the Miami Dolphins? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Who, who I think of all the sort of journeyman quarterbacks, right? And, and they're always that handful, and Raiders fans um, will, will, of course, have a, a certain journeyman quarterback near and dear to their ha- heart in Rich Gannon, right? Um, Trent Dilfer was a journeyman. The journeyman is not always a bad thing, right? You can win win titles with with journeyman quarterbacks, and I think Tannehill showed a lot in that game. Yeah, he was heady. He he made some big plays, um, you know, and and really helped win them that game. I you know we'll have to get uh, Matty G's perspective on this. I've never been as sold on Mariota, so I think they made the right choice there. Uh, absolutely. Maybe maybe Mariota gets a chance somewhere else. I don't know, but. Um, I but let's be honest though. I think their best player on offense is Derrick Henry. That's what um, I was just gonna by say. By far, that oh, guy is an unbelievable that beast. This, that guy's size and strength, and I mean, he he just is punishing in the run run game. So, uh, you know, imp- I think impressive enough performance. It is not easy to beat New England at home. Um, they had had a huge win streak snapped by the Dolphins of all people uh, of all teams. Or, or I, it wasn't the Dolphins. It was uh, I think. Uh, Baltimore was a yeah, beat but, at home, but the but. Dolphins. What you're referencing there is the last game of the season. Yeah, if New England takes care of business, they get a bye. Yeah, and they lose to the Dolphins, who, for the record, are trying to lose football games. This yeah. one yeah. blows me away. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I um, didn't see that game. I didn't I just saw the box score and just said, well, it, like, it, "Couldn't believe like, it." What the, they beat them? The Patriots beat the Dolphins forty-two to nothing earlier in the season. It's kind of a, wow. a season of two halves, right? Where yeah. the beginning they came out hot, and like you said, down the stretch, you knew that this was not a New England not, team, not the typical team that was going to make a run. So, New England gets bounced. Everybody's shocked, right? You got Bill Belichick, you got Kraft. Will Brady stay? Will he go? You referenced this earlier. Yeah. Right now, just give me a guys on the sideline prediction. Is he back in New England next season? I don't think so. Where does he go? I, I don't think Belichick wants him back. I think Belichick. I think he and Belichick have their relationship has run its course. I people keep saying the Chargers and maybe I, maybe, but you're not going going there to really win. I don't think that they're in a position. They've got some good talent. Well, they're here in and Oakland's there. division. That's the division you want to be in. <laughs> well, yeah. That's well. The problem is you're also in the Chiefs division, yeah. um, and that's a tough, tough team to beat right now. So, I, I I mean maybe they will just to sell tickets is what they were saying. But if really you're just looking for a big market, I feel like there are a lot of options for Tom where he you know what? he could go and potentially make an impact. So so, so give me a team. Come on, throw out a team. Let's see who who is really good, except the quarterback. I got one position. for you. Let's. Oh, well, I mean, there's lots of teams that don't have a quarterback. Yeah. What about like the Chicago Bears? Okay. 
right? Very interesting. You've, you've got a good defense. Elite defense. So you, if you could bring Tom and get a couple offensive weapons, get um, you know, they probably need a receiver or two, um, maybe some help in the running game. But yeah, that could make cold, them cold weather. Now, now is he going to go? Does he want to be in Aaron Rodgers' division? Does he want you know? Well, so the Vikings are a tough defense. That's the thing. It's a tough I mean, division. He probably's got. I mean, Tom probably thinks he has four or five years left in him. He probably realistically has one or two more years. This is kind of a Brett Favre move, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, all right, pick a team. What about the Saints? Saints, yeah. I mean, if they're going to move on from Breeze after this year, but it seems weird to me that you go from one guy to another guy that's not going to be there more than two years. Um, I don't know. What about be, the Lions? Uh, I just don't, I think they're, they're too far enough. away. Yeah, I don't think Tom goes. Bears, I like feel that. like are almost bears there. Are, bears are like in the top upper half. I could see that happening. I could almost see weirdly like the Steelers or somebody, or I could Steelers. see I could see somebody like um, the Panthers maybe, like who Panthers, I think yeah. have some weapons and some good players and new yeah. coach, Christian McCaffrey, new infusion. Could could a team like the Falcons make a play and say, hey, we're going to move on from. Uh, Matty Ice over there and, and bring do. in an all-timer. You got Julio Jones. You got some weapons. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that that any of those teams make the grade. If if the Cowboys were under different circumstances, I'd almost say they would be such an obvious fit because yeah. you've got that. You know, you've got so many good pieces there. Well, you got a great offensive line. Have they signed Dak yet? Uh, long term? Yeah, yeah, I think they did. I, I need to check that, but I, they, I think they, they did. They took their time on that. All right, so I'm going either the uh, – you said the Chargers. I think either the Chargers mm. or the Bears. And I'm going to say mm-hmm. Bears, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say go Bears. Go Bears. Yeah, if it's the Bears, you know, um, we'll see We'll see what they can do. I don't know. I, You know, I think the, the Mitch Trubisky experiment to me is probably basically done at this point. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Okay, let's go to uh, Sunday's games, okay? The first game of the day was – Saints. And uh, Vikings, Saints, and the Vikings rematch of a very right. dramatic all-time great playoff game. Um, so the Vikings you know, have beat them twice, twice, the last two playoff games, twice, in dramatic fashion. Shouldn't have beaten them the first time. I think that one legitimately was a fluky, broken play at the end of the game. Unfortunately, involving a, a former U of U guy, um, Marcus Williams, who who whiffed a tackle there. But you know this one. I, I don't think you can chalk up the same way. And I know that Saints fans are going to scream about pass interference and this and that. I think it was much more egregious in the, the previous bout with oh, them. Agreed. Um, but I think this year, and I was telling you the, this the other day, Jeff, you know, if you're a good enough team, don't let it get to that point. I mean, you just got to know you've got to get yourself out of the margin of error, which is where you are. And when you're the home team, I just don't have a ton of sympathy at that point. And I think they just, they really flopped. They didn't look good. Taysom Hill was the only spark plug. So to give us partial credit, partial credit here, we said you'd have some Taysom Hill sightings. You did indeed. Absolutely. Big time throw. Um, I think, didn't he run in another Uh score? Yeah, I think he won. I mean, I don't know that he's your permanent fixture at quarterback there, but he's earned himself a nice tenure in the NFL here. I mean, what a great tool and weapon to have. Totally. Um, totally So. You know, really, if it wasn't on him, the Swiss Army knife, but just the rest of it just felt kind of flat. I just, they never got going, and it was disappointing because I I really like the Saints, but um, congrats to Kirk Cousins and and Co. He brushed off the old, do you like that? Do you like that? You like that? You like that? (laughs) In the locker room, which is funny to hear, so. I I honestly think in this game, and and you were critical of him in your piece, in our piece, I was as well, I'm right there with you. It's like Kirk... I think is a great quarterback, no mm-hmm. questioning there, great athlete, yeah. but really struggled in big games and struggled to 
was he the guy, right? right. We kind of go like Gordon Hayward, if you will. Like, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. great athlete. Very similar, but I think, is actually. he the guy? Yeah. And I think he prepped all week, and I think this was a chip on the shoulder game. Yeah. And he proved it. Did you he see? Did. If you watch that game, yeah. the pass to who was the. Was it uh, Thielen? Thielen? Oh, yeah. Play action. Cousins. Thielen. He's got it. Inside the five. Right over the shoulder. I mean, all that was a perfect throw. An amazing catch. That was a, a, a Dabo Sweeney, bring your own guts kind of moment, right? I mean, it was yeah. like, and yeah, absolutely. And, and so, you know, I love it, man. I love being one of those hater choruses that he can shut down. And now he's going to have to keep doing it because one performance isn't going to do it. But um, definitely starting to turn the tide a little bit on his public perception. Congrats to him. Yeah, congrats. And uh, it'd be great to have another really marquee quarterback in that division moving forward. So. Yeah, absolutely. And a, a little tease, we'll get to our predictions here in a minute. But I've got a prediction on the Vikings 49ers that might shock the world. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll get into that. Well, I, th- um, I kind of feel like you just gave it away. Maybe. Only be one shocking the way. For- to- the 49ers win by a field. <laughs> no. Vikings. Vikings are going to win that game. We'll get into okay. that in the okay. predictions. All right. Last game of the night. Um, a, a kind of a weird game. Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Again, let's give ourselves partial credit here. Um, well, full credit, because that's the one we, we picked, we, we we picked, picked correctly. Seattle, a road um, team. Was an ugly game, indeed. Yep. Um, cold weather. Ugliest because no Carson Wentz. And he goes out on a hit that what? Jadavian Clowney's been fine for now. What do you think of that hit? I, you know, I I didn't. I haven't paid that much attention to it. When I saw it in real time and after the fact, um, I, it didn't really occur to me that it was such a, a bad thing. But, um, you know, regardless of the hit itself... Just disappointing that Carson Wentz couldn't be in that game um, because, you know, um, uh, Luke, what's his last name? Or you forget. Um, he's played for everybody in the NFL. Uh, the, the, the came in? Yeah. Um, is it Luke? McCown. Yeah. McCown. 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 There you go. I think it's Luke McCown. There's two McCowns. Drafted think, by the Arizona Cardinals. Or is it Josh McCown? I think it's Josh. There's a Josh and a Luke. Anyway, but he's played for seven, seventeen yeah, years. I mean, he's played for a long time. He's played for. I counted it up. They had the list of teams. He's played for. I think eight or nine teams in the NFL. That's a third of the teams in the NFL, just practically. <laughs> um, so that's a case where you know he, he did his his best, but um, I'll give ourselves extra credit here. I'll give myself extra credit. It was kind of a Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf awesome play down the field that that did the trick there that's that's what you get with elite hall of fame future hall of famers okay like Chris, this just in we got a sponsor oh. this section is brought to you by skittles <laughs> why skittles because they're beast mode beast mode is back Marshall, yeah. what do you think of this he was a former raider yeah. a former raider in the sense that he played one or two former seahawk there. former raider now going back to seahawks. the seahawks do you like the fit there i oh, love it love it um you know, he can do no wrong in my eyes. I love Beast Mode in every way. He's he's just such a great rebel. Um, who doesn't love the way that guy plays? I mean, oh, yeah. he he shows up on this team essentially just for this playoff run, and sure enough has a gutty goal, goal line run, gets hit in the stomach, yeah. and just spins off of it and yeah. gets the end zone. That's Beast Mode, man. I wish we had more of that in the NFL because that is the stuff you want to see. It's totally so fun agree. to watch. Totally agree. Do you remember his play? It was in the playoffs, and they had a bad record, and they were playing the... Saints. Mm. Do you remember this? And he ran. Go look this up. Maybe we'll put it in the show notes. He ran 50, 60 yards. And oh. I mean, unbelievable. The cool thing is, and I'm, you know, I'm an Arizona Cardinal, so yeah. it, it pains me to give love to. Yeah. I got two of my an NFC rival. rivals Divisional in the playoffs rival. and doing well, but it registered as an earthquake. 
the noise. I mean, it was wow. insane. Yeah. Beast mode, breaking it like 60 yards. Go is look that, it up. Is that the one where he just play. runs through like every defender oh, in there? somebody so, over. I mean. Oh, look at this run. What a run. Marshawn Lynch. Still oh. on his feet. Has blockers now. He's dancing his way for the touchdown. Oh. My favorite thing whenever Marshawn's in the open field is when he winds up to just go through a defensive back. That guy's not dancing around anybody. He's going to lower his shoulder and just punish people <laughs> who are trying to tackle him. Um, one of my all-time favorite players, no doubt. For, for sure. Um, okay, so we've gone through the four games. Okay, so, so we need to go predictions. So, now, so do you got them? Yep, got the predictions up here. So you've got Minnesota, San Francisco, You've previewed your pick. Do you want to give us your is that the first game? Full thoughts. Yes, it is. Well, Saturday, two thirty-five p.m. So here's the deal. And again, George Costanza pick of the week, right? We haven't yeah. done one of those for a while. Yeah. Every decision I've ever made in my entire life has been wrong. <laughs> my life is the complete opposite of everything I want it to be. Every instinct I have in every aspect of life, be it something to wear, something to eat. It's often wrong. <laughs> Tuna, toast, coleslaw, cup of coffee. Yeah. No, 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 wait a minute. I always have tuna on toast. Nothing's ever worked out for me with tuna on toast. <laughs> I want the complete opposite of tuna on toast. Chicken salad on rye. <laughs> Untoasted with a side of potato salad and a cup of tea. <laughs> the money's on the 49ers. I think they're 10-point favorites. Of that. They're, they're heavily favored. Yeah. They've had a really so, awesome season. Uh, but this is Jimmy G's first playoff that's true. matchup, right? Very good point. I, I just think there's something going on here. Um, what's the running back for Minnesota? Uh, Dalvin Cook. Cook. I think he's playing well. I think Kirk Cousins has got a newfound confidence. I, I just think that everybody says... I mean, kind of like the Saints game, right? Like, there's no way that the Vikings are going into New Orleans. Right. I think New Orleans is a tougher place to play than San Francisco, I would think. And the I, dome, I would think so, too. Crowd noise, all of that. I'm doing it, Chris. George okay. Costanza Pick of the Week. Vikings. I'm going Minnesota Vikings. Costanza. Vikings, Who you got okay. in this one? I'm, I'm sticking Niners, just the kind of conventional pick. I, I, I see where you're coming from, and I do think that – um, it's a really good point um, that, that Jimmy G hasn't been in this kind of setting. And I think if, if your pick turns out to be correct, I think it's because Jimmy G throws two inter- two plus interceptions and and costs them the game. I yeah. think that's how it happens. Yeah. I, though, think that uh, the 49ers defense is head and shoulders better than New Orleans. <laughs> oh, I totally and agree. And I think that they are going to stifle this Vikings offense in a way that uh, New Orleans wasn't able to. And I think I think – yeah, we saw some big time performances from playoff Kirk over here uh, in Week One, but let's see let's see what happens when he's got some real pressure in his face when he's not as comfortable in the pocket. Um, that's what that'll be a real ch- test. I'm looking for him to prove me wrong again. Ha- would be happy to see it, but I just I think right now at home the Niners are going to be just too tough of a team with that bye week. I think that was a tough road game. It's tough to win two road games at yeah, any time, especially is. the playoffs. And so I, I'm just not sure. Plus, it went to overtime, and it shouldn't have. That was a big kind of roller coaster game for them. I just don't think they can rebound in this one. So I'll take the Niners on the one. Taking the Niners by how many? Um, I, I'll take them to cover. 
I think really? they'll cover it. Yeah, I think really? that not not because I think it won't be a close game, but I think it's just something late. I think it's kind of one of those things where you know one of those late change of possession things. They'll get kind of an end end of game you know touchdown that'll really just put it away. Okay. I, I think it'll be a See, at least cover it. I take Vikings in the points. Um, yeah. You know, I think Vikings are going to win, but if San Francisco wins by six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there you have it. So yeah, it'll be um, interesting to see. Landon, get our runner going out there to. I don't know if he's going to <laughs> Vegas or if he's going to Wendover. Talk to our bookie. Let's uh, let's make that happen. Okay. Uh, next game. Game number two is going to be drum roll, Titans Ravens. This is an interesting one. Interesting one. It's uh, in Baltimore. <laughs> I'm laughing because. I think Baltimore's your favorite to win the Super Bowl at this point. I think Lamar Jackson, I was a huge um, skeptic, in case you don't remember, of Lamar Jackson. I said, ah, oh, it's been all nice to this point. Um, but the, frankly, the truth was, I just hadn't watched those games. You watch those games, he, he, you he's can't a, stop him. Lights out. You can't stop this guy. I think he's going to win it. I think it's going to put another notch in this kind of new direction the NFL's going. I think Lamar Jackson is a groundbreaking type of talent. Um, you know, he's kind of there along with Deshaun Watson, um, you know, as kind of this new hybrid type quarterback that's finding a way to do this sustainably in the NFL. So I, I think they handle business against the Titans. I think Titans kind of won their, you know, they, I think that basically they're playing with house money at this point. Nobody expected them to beat um, New England. And I just, I think they come out and get um, plastered what, by the Ravens. What's the spread in the game? Did you have that? Uh, that's the one I think that's 10, I think. All right, we'll, we'll pull this. Yeah, up. 10 points. 10 points. Uh, get, give me the Ravens by 21 points. Yeah, it's... This, this one. Tennessee's had a nice season, and Matt, we'd love to have you in and kind of highlight some of the accomplishments. I do think, again, they've got things to look up they do. to um, in Tennessee. But, yeah, Baltimore, easily. Lamar Jackson, I think, is going to make you say Tom Brady who... Yeah, and now, like Aaron Rodgers, like I, I'm just saying, I'm all in on Lamar Jackson. He I is hope he stays healthy. A dynamite athlete, so fun to watch. The one thing I'll say here, Jeff, watch that weather for- forecast. If this ends up being nasty, snowy, it's going to neutralize a lot of what Lamar does well, and I think it it favors the team that can kind of run between the tackles and a power running game. So if the forecast shifts, um, you know, and you're a betting person, I I still like. Baltimore to win the game, but I, I, you know, it might be a bit closer in that case. Okay, Chris, you're talking weather. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen this. We're going to dump a little bit in here, but Jim Kosek was a Baltimore meteorologist, my favorite mm-hmm. weatherman. Uh-huh. Got to work it with him on a couple of shots here in Salt Lake City. Great guy. I'm not sure where he is. I haven't talked to him in, in a number of years, but uh, anyway, listen in on talking about crazy weather. I'm AccuWeather.com meteorologist Jim Kosek. Our paralyzing, crippling, Record-breaking storm comes today! <sighs> okay, so pay attention to the, the weather forecast. Watch the weather. Watch the weather. But Baltimore easily. Three, ba- three Baltimore, touchdowns. Yeah, it could be kind of a snoozer. Lamar. And, and what is, what's his t-shirt line? Have you followed this at all? I haven't, no. Um, nobody cares. Work harder. Oh, that, that's yeah. Kind of his, I love that. His thing. I love it. I love, love it because love he's not message. entitled. He's like... I got I got Doesn't matter, it. hasn't earned anything. Right? Exactly. So, go okay. Lamar. Texans Chiefs, um, just to preview this, this is another game in which Kansas City favored by 10 points. This is weird. Seems like a lot to me. I I now I don't think the Texans are a great team by any stretch, but you've got Deshaun Watson who yeah. can make plays, right? Yeah. And, you know, a defense that with JJ Watt and some of those pieces, I think that they can cause some trouble. So, 
you know, I definitely still have the Chiefs in this game, but I'm not necessarily sure on the spread on this one. I could I could be very wrong on that, but we'll see how that one goes. Okay, but you're going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, well-rested Chiefs. Uh, I think they're going to be uh, a scary team uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I'm going by 17, maybe even yeah. three touchdowns. Pretty, pretty Probably not win. as big as Baltimore. Big win. But I, I think they're going to I think they're going to roll, which would set up a Chiefs Ravens, which. Which the, I wish that could be the Super Bowl. I totally agree. That's what I was right. going to say. That is the Super they, Bowl. They need it. Well, it's like the, it's like the old in back in the '90s when it was the Cowboys Niners and the you know the divisional yeah. game. Yep. That was the Super yep. Bowl. That was the Super and Bowl. And then whatever happened after that, you basically knew who was going to win it. Yeah. And yeah, totally and agree. it was always the case that yeah. the NFC team was winning that. So unfortunate a little bit um, that that, that can't be the case. But I think we're all just looking our chops for that one. So that's kind of the the matchup that we're kind of building toward i think pat mahomes has a big game i think he has a couple probably moments of playoff jitters now he he played a great playoff game last year against tom brady he's got experience under his belt yep but this to me the playoff jitters the clock management andy Andy. come on buddy now the guys made it to a super bowl at least one i mean maybe made it to one um you know with with donovan McNabb. so it's not as if he can't get there but he's the one with the the monkey on his back it's andy reed absolutely one of my favorite all-time coaches a guy i would love to see win one this year i mean talk about tough to root for divisional rivals but i don't see how you dislike pat mahomes he's too fun to watch i totally agree too too classy of a guy andy reed just so overdue deserves a super bowl so I really hope he can he can go the distance and win it. I think that they're one of the best picks at this point to do it. Yeah. Them or Baltimore, basically. Yeah, so. t- totally agree. Here's the one thing I'll say on a Baltimore-Kansas City, and I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, so a, a matchup between those two teams. I, I kind of like that Patrick Mahomes is flying below the radar. Right? Yeah. It's all Lamar yeah. Jackson. There's a big like, discussion of him. Yeah, he's Patrick right. Mahomes. And it's like, Patrick Mahomes, amazing quarterback, and I think is going to... MVP I, last year. I, yep, I think he's going to do very, very well in this game. I think yeah. he's prepped. Um, so that's this game. We both agree on the Chiefs. And the final game of the week. My, my favorite one, the one I'm looking for the most in this round, Seahawks-Packers. Um, yeah. What a great matchup of divisional teams. Um, I'm going to go with Russ again in this one. Yeah? I'm going to go with Russell Wilson in this. I know that that um, Aaron Rodgers is a man on a mission. I sometimes wonder if Aaron doesn't want it too much. I sometimes wonder if it's his energy, if it – if if they play tight because of that. Now it's at Lambeau, weather could play a factor, but man, anytime you've got a a QB as smart and as mobile as Russell Wilson, I just don't know if, if the Packers are going to have the answers for that. All right. And and they're playing, yeah. And they're playing with house money too. I don't think anybody really expects them to win this just quickly. Here's the spread. Um, five points green Bay for, for the Packers. Yeah. Five points. So guys on the sideline nation, what do you, what do you think? Hit us up on Twitter, guys of death picks.com. So you would think go pack go, right? You think Aaron Rodgers, first year head coach in uh, Matt Matt LaFleur. LaFleur. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with you and I'm going to say Seahawks. Now, Chris, that back to your kiss of death comment. That makes me nervous. Yeah. Are we going to make it a log of the week? I think Seattle goes in and just bulldozes. I think the Packers, really, yeah. really, wow. Yep, I think this is think a close. no. I think it's t- ten or more. Um, wow. Which, which would we be wild that the weekend before? How many of them were in overtime or came down to last possession? Right, insane. This, this could be blowout weekend. It could. This could be blowout weekend. We'll and see I think, what happens. I say this every year. The best weekend of football is wild card weekend. Yeah. It's the next weekend. Sometimes is a letdown, and sometimes you get these blowouts, whatever. But yeah. uh, okay. So real quick recap. 
uh, lightning round, if you will, Chris. First okay. game is? Vikings-Niners. You've got the Niners. Got the Niners. I've got the Vikings. Next okay. game? Titans-Ravens. Okay, who you got? We both got the Ravens. Ravens big. Kiss, Third game? kiss of death pick right there. Texans-Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs, easily. Chiefs. Same and kind of thing, Seahawks pack, and we're both, and we're going, both Seahawks. going So the only one we're different on is the Vikings, and I feel like I'm rolling the dice a little bit. That's my Costanza I, pick. I think the Seahawks, I'll just say this quickly, you know, I think I you know, I'll have to look at the the old record books here, but I think it's been since those Giants teams that beat New England that a wild card teams won the Super Bowl. Is that correct? Because I think those were wild yeah, card teams, were yeah. they not? Pittsburgh Steelers was one of those teams. What, were they? Were they? That was way before. That okay. was Jerome Bettis. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Really? Okay. Yep. I, but, didn't but that. I think you're right. I think so, the Giants. Been a little while. Seahawks have the feel of one of those teams with a, with a Super Bowl winning quarterback who should have two, as we all know. Um, you know, he's just too dangerous. He's too good. Pete Carroll, I think, is one of the all time great coaches. Do you know how I old just Pete think Carroll is? Sorry to. Yeah, I want to say he's se- he's seventy something. How old do you think he is? How I'm, old like do you think? I'm actually going to go with like sixty seven. That's my guess. Let's uh, let's do a little look up here. How old is he? I guess I typed in age. Sixty eight. Sixty eight. I was almost there. But I mean, eternally youthful. Oh, he's like forty years All old. All positivity. You us, know, us forty-year-olds, we're pretty youthful, Chris. <laughs> you, well, you I, are, right? Chris. Totally agree. Not just saying it because I'm standing this close to you in the booth. Yeah, Seahawks, they've got something about them—a little swagger. You don't want to play them if you're if you're the pack at home. I think this is one of those cases where being in front of the home crowd can be tough. There's totally pressure. Um, you know, you don't want to let anyone down. Seahawks got nothing to lose. They play pretty loose and free. The emergence of DK Metcalf in that game, that guy is a physical specimen. He's huge. If he can keep making plays, I think he causes problems for that Packers secondary. I think that the Pack can score some touchdowns and things, so I'm, I'm not going to quite go as far as you in saying it's going to be a blowout. I think, though, that, that they can keep it close enough, play some ball control, and eke one out in the end. And I, So I think, yeah, Seattle in this one. Okay, enjoy the weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And then on Monday... So we get Saturday, Sunday, and then on Monday, really quickly here out the door, uh, we've got a big college football championship. That's right. That's right. Championship. National championship game. Um, we all won when Alabama lost, didn't we? Yes, um, we did. With all due respect to Tua Tagovailoa, who I think will be a good quarterback in the NFL, and I think you know I wish him the best there. But nice to see at least one fresh face in this. Um, getting Starting to get sick of Clemson. Um, but I'm going with LSU in this one. Joe Burrow. It seems like the the higher you turn up the pressure on this kid, the better he gets. He could be one of those unique generational talents. I, I I'm becoming convinced. His performance um, in the, in the first initial round was truly truly impressive. I thought. Now I'm not saying Oklahoma's a good team or good you know whatever, but yeah, I, I mean, but he carved them. Oh, absolutely. Up. So I'm going LSU in this one. Joe Burrow, great Heisman winner, class act guy. Um, I, I'd love to see that. Totally agree. And I think I. T- and you've heard maybe three or four podcasts ago, we were talking Joe Burrow and kind of his background yeah. and his story. I was really hoping he could play Ohio State, beat his former team. Yeah, uh, kind of that thing. would but have been fun. I love Joe Burrow. Yes. This guy, totally agree. Like, Great guy. I'm not saying I'm going to go buy a Bengals jersey, Yeah, but I will be rooting for the Bengals no, if no. they go pick one and pick Joe Burrow. Well, what an easy choice for them. Ohio kid, oh, kid yeah. who's already got his high school stadium named after him yeah. because of the work he's trying to do to help his community. Gonna, Fantastic story. I'm going to go on the record and say he's going to be a Peyton Manning type quarterback in mm-hmm. the in the standpoint of he's a great athlete. Yeah, uh, he's got a great arm, but it's more it's, oh, it's yeah. more uh, in his head. It this is, guy is, and that's where you got to have it because 
look, at the end of the day, Tom Brady's not a great athlete. I mean, and this is a well-understood thing. Doesn't have the biggest arm in the NFL, just but is smart. Super smart. Smart, smart. Yep, absolutely. So one of the things uh, I got to comment about, uh, we were talking about the greatest JBs when we talking Joe Burrow. Um, we missed a couple JBs. Jack Bauer? How did we leave? We forgot the restaurant, JB's. JB's. The, bu- the buffet. Justin Bieber? <laughs> um, who's wow. the other one? Jedediah Bartlett. You ever watch the West oh, Wing? Oh, of course. Great show. Jed oh. Bartlett. How our nation w- could benefit from having... Uh, if only we could just actually elect Martin Sheen, apparently. Uh, you know, the downside with that is you'd have Charlie Sheen as the crazy kid, Ooh. so you could trade Donald Jr. for That Charlie is tough, Sheen. but you get Emilio in that mix. Yeah, that's and, true. And the lesser known, there's a third brother. Who's, and there's who's, a daughter, who's too. the third brother? I don't know. remember his name. Ramon or something? Something like Estevez, that. Estevez, yeah. Chris, you and I are signing off here. Adios. Enjoy the weekend. Um, hopefully, it'll be, hopefully, it'll be a good one. Yeah, I, I think it will. Uh, this was a great episode. This was a lot of fun. High energy. It's a great time of year. Enjoy. Um, if you bet, bet responsibly. Have fun. Please bet responsibly. Mac, don't bet. I know you're listening. <laughs> um, anyway, have a good one. Adios and bye-bye. See you so long. The opinions and predictions on this podcast are right 98.3% of the time.